Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Connected Wellness Podcast. I am Rachel Ann. I'm here with the lovely Marianne, and we are so passionate about wellness. Here in this podcast, we look at the ways that our physical, emotional, and spiritual health is all connected and how we can take better care of our whole selves holistically so we can live our best lives. We're really excited that you're with us on the journey. Welcome to episode 24 of the podcast. Yes, 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 yes. We're coming up on one year, which is super (gasps) exciting. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so true. Oh my God. We're almost a year old, Marianne. Yeah. Do we get to have a connected wellness birthday party? (laughs) (laughs) I think we should. We'll we'll make some some type of fun episode for that one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and speaking of like, we're having a great topic today to be, you know, getting ready to celebrate our uh, one year birthday. So let me tell you, we're going to talk about gratitude and thankfulness because, um, here we are, we just passed spooky season, right? Uh, If anyone is a fan of Halloween and spooky season, that's over coming up. Of course, after that is Christmas, but we are like definitely going to fly by one of the most forgotten holidays, I think, um, of the year because people just like love Halloween. And then I don't know if you've been out, but it's immediately Christmas in every Mm -hmm. store, um, everywhere, like email advertisements, like everything is immediately Mm -hmm. Christmas, 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 holiday season. Right. But, um, Thanksgiving should be more than turkey and stuffing and, you know, pumpkin pie. So we wanted to talk about that, get us thinking about it a little bit uh, before, before we enter that season. Yeah. Yes. The season of gratitude. Something I will kind of, I think we'll just quickly plug super quickly is one, we do want to recognize that this is potentially a hard time for people. A lot of things are going on right now in the world. We can't say anything more detailed because YouTube doesn't like when we do that. Um, But we will say that we acknowledge what's happening in the world. And we also acknowledge the mixed feelings around things like Thanksgiving. Um, I personally celebrate Indigenous People Day and still can show gratitude um, and thankfulness for Indigenous populations, but also remembering um, where we are now and what's the work that we need to do. And we can still be grateful while we do all of that. So we do want to acknowledge that this is a hard time for some people it's a mixed feelings for a lot. And so um, we invite you to listen along um, in a way that honors your health. Take what works for you. Don't take what doesn't work for you. We will mm-hmm. still be here no matter what it is you decide to do. Absolutely. And I think that if you don't celebrate any holidays or don't want to, there's always a place for gratitude you know, in yep. our lives. Um, and we'll talk about the benefits of that Yeah, today. Uh, but first, let's jump into wellness wins. You want to start us off, Rachel Ann? Yes. Okay. Um, wellness wins. So my wellness win, I was going to go with one, but then I just thought of another one earlier today. So I'm going to go with that fresh one in my mind. Um, and it's very cheesy, but I really like Fitbits. Do you know, have you heard of a Fitbit before? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. So I have a Fitbit. This is not an advertisement. They don't sponsor me. They can if they want to. I will definitely say yes to a sponsorship with Fitbit. But I, I had a Fitbit before and um, for many, many years, loved it, yay, but it was getting older, the battery life was not as great, um, and then I finally, like, broke the armband piece to it, and I was like, okay, let me get another one, but with that type of Fitbit, it's, like, very annoying to, like, attach um, the, the wristband to it, 
mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't want to do this again. Um, and so I was like, I wonder what are like the new updated Fitbits that they have now. And so I looked online and they have really nice, cool ones. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. So I got a new Fitbit. And I'm so excited. And this is where she is. I don't like the color pink very much, but that's the band color they had. So it's fine. I ordered a few more on Etsy. They'll be coming soon. But um, I like my new Fitbit. And it's, like, really exciting. And it's so colorful. The (laughs) other one that I had before, they did not have color yet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're really updated and we're doing things. And when I do, like, my workouts and my movements, I feel like – this is so cheesy. I feel like my Fitbit is like extra credit. Like, you know, the extra credit assignments in school. Mm-hmm. I was that person that always did it, even when I didn't need to. And so I feel like Fitbit is like extra credit for the movements and the like eating well and drinking my water and all of that that I've been doing. So I've been really excited about it. So that's yeah, it's wellness like win. a little like, you know, cheering squad on your wrist. It's kind of like, yay, you literally know, something good. And you're like, you know, I don't know. That's probably like a little dopamine hit right there. You know, yes. some reward. Yeah. 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 I mean, it can't it, be a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. It literally like vibrates and it'll have like a little party scene when you hit like one of your goals. Yeah. Um, and I just, I get really excited. It used to freak me out, but I just kind of got used to it now. I was like, that's oh, I just fun. met my step goal. Okay. Yeah. Great. That's cute. So, well, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How about you? So um, it's getting like, you know, we're halfway in the semester, so that means mm. planning for the next semester is happening, and um, I have very little control over my semester planning as an adjunct faculty at two different mm. schools, you know, and so sometimes that really drives me nuts, uh, but this semester, I like keep going through, okay, well, if I have this, then I can do this, and if I can't do this, then I can do that. But then I just kind of finally was like, I'm just going to let it go, right? Like I've been offered a bunch of classes already. I don't know what I'm going to do about advising yet or tutoring or whatever. But I decided, you know what? I can't control this. You know, it is what it is. I'm literally just saying, God, you do what's best, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what's best. And you know why I'm, I'm able to do that is because this semester, the current one, I got this class that I hated for eight weeks. It was a half semester class and it just ended and I really disliked it for multiple reasons, not the students, God bless them. They, they hung, you know, hung in there, but I just didn't like it for multiple scheduling reasons. But I realized that actually God knows what he's doing, right? Like I never would have asked for that class, but that is perfect the way that it turned out because it ended at exactly the right time that it frees up two of my afternoons a week that I need to work at the Center for Mm. Hope as we prepare for the fundraising auction. And if I didn't, if I had a full semester class, right, I wouldn't have had the time, you know? So I was like, now it all makes sense, you know? So there's always that moment Mm. sometimes that we're like, I don't know why this happened. And this is like a minor thing, but I don't know why this happened. Mm. Why did I get this stupid class that I hate? And then, you know, now I'm like, oh, (laughs) well, God knows what he's doing. So I'm like using that knowledge um, towards next semester that I don't know what's going to happen, but that's okay. Cause I think he'll do whatever is best for me. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that lesson in there. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. That's so real. God really does know best really all the does. time. That is a whole episode in itself. Oh my gosh. But good for you. Good thank for you for you. letting go, Marianne. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, actually we recently did a Bible study on Proverbs and that was like one of the big themes. Oh. There's so many verses in Proverbs that tell us like, God knows what's best. Kind of just like back up, hands off a little bit, you know. 
Um, like one of them, man directs his steps, but or man like makes a plan, but God directs his steps. And there's like so many mm-hmm. of them that like God knows, he just knows. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I'm doing my best to be hands off in like a reasonable way. Obviously, we got to make plans, we got to be prepared, but there are certain things you just can't control. So just <laughs> gotta let mm-hmm. it go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Good job, Wellness Wins. Thank Good job, you. team. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Rachel Ann, gratitude. So <sighs> I was thinking about this, that we can approach this from two sides, right? Obviously, we are Christian. Um, we can approach it from like a biblical side. Obviously, the Bible has a lot to say about being thankful. <laughs> but also the world has like caught up to the biblical way of thinking and has a lot to say. There's a lot of research, yeah. like scientific research about gratitude. So like, I think we can yeah. look at both sides. Um, which one do you want to start with? Oh, that's tough. Let's start on, let's start with the biblical side of it. I feel like that'll, that'll be fun about what God has to say about gratitude and gratefulness. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot because I found that the Bible mentions the words gratitude, thanks, or thanksgiving over 220 times. Okay. So, Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> so there's a lot in Yo, there. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. So we wow. obviously can't talk about it all, but I think that means... <laughs> Um, God feels strongly about being thankful. Uh, There's a lot of instruction about it. Um, I pulled up some of my favorite verses, but do you have any favorites you want to share about being thankful? Um, I don't have a favorite off the top of my head. What I am thinking about is how, like, when we do thank the Lord and how that literally has the power to transform our entire day. Mm -hmm. Um, when we take moments to thank God and recognize what he's doing. Yes, God, God likes when we recognize him and his work and what he's doing. But also it really reminds us that we can trust in the Lord. We can let go. Right. Mm-hmm. It's easier for us to let go mm-hmm. because we trust God. Um, because if we're thanking him for what he's doing, that means that we're recognizing his goodness and remembering his character, which allows us to persevere through really hard times. Um, I can't think of a favorite one. How about you? You probably have a whole list. Of course. But yeah, it's a, I mean, <laughs> what you're saying though is like, it's a perspective shift and like mm-hmm. it draws our attention to God throughout the day. You know, like, yeah. so, and, and when we, this is like a practice, when I say gratitude practice or thankfulness practice, it is a practice. Like if we're not used to it, we can develop this kind of um, attitude of thankfulness by just starting to pay more attention throughout the day. And when mm-hmm. I was going through a, a time where I was like writing it down, I think I shared this one time on a reel that at the end of the day, I was writing down three things. And one of them was thank you, God for blank. Right. So mm. throughout the day, I was like paying attention. Ooh, this could be the thing I thank God for. Right. This could be the yeah. thing I think like and if I'm not kind of primed to be thinking of that, I might not be um, prepared. But yeah, I, I just think it's a really nice perspective shift. Um, but OK, some verses. So let me just peek here at my list. OK, let's start Old Testament. So in the Psalms, Psalms is not. <laughs> is not shy on verses that talk about thanking God, um, but give Mm. thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. And I think Mm. in that Psalm, Psalm 136, that refrain like repeats over and over again, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. So for that one 
uh, attribute of God. You were talking about God's character, which he loves us endlessly. You know, mm-hmm. that's enough to thank him for every day, every moment, right? And for that yeah. one attribute. Mm, I love that. What's interesting about Psalms is that some of them were written when David was like really mad and sad and like an unhappy camper. And he was still able to be like, hi, God, I'm really mad. Here's everything that's going on. I love you. Mm-hmm. I trust you. I'm still really mad. I'm still really sad. I don't know why you're letting these things happen, but I love you and I trust you and I still thank you. And I, I feel like that's a really good framework of how not to get ahead of ourselves, but for a lot of people who practice gratitude, this is actually, I'll say this, something that irks me as a life coach is when people practice gratitude in a way that becomes toxic, like toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. And I feel like David is a good example of like, this is everything that's going on. And I still love you and I honor you and I trust you and I thank you, Lord. It brings a holistic picture. Whereas I feel like a lot of societal gratitude is like, just be happy and grateful for everything thing and don't like just disregard everything that makes you mad even that's something that now that I think about it even more deeply at the personal level in terms of like psychologically for people who have gone through a history of trauma or people of color or children of immigrants the idea of like oh I can only show gratitude towards my parents or my community I don't want them to feel like I don't appreciate the hard work they've done for me it's like you can appreciate and show gratitude and also you know voice your opinion in a way that's respectful and healthy you could do all of that at the same time and I think David in the Psalms um, exemplifies that really, really well. And God welcomed that, you know, God wasn't like, oh, you are, you're kicked out of the kingdom. You're kicked out of like Christianity. He was like, thank you for telling me everything that's going on. Right. So I, I love that. It's not all or none. Like you're saying, you know, it's thank you for this, but also I'm really struggling with that. You know, can you help Mm -hmm. me with that? You know, so it, and that goes for God and it goes for our, our lives. Like you're saying as well, you know, um, with everything, with our jobs, with our relationships, you know, it's, is it important to, to focus on the things we're thankful for? Absolutely. But not to disregard Mm -hmm. the things that need to change or need to be improved, you know, Mm -hmm. upon like, yeah, I can be really grateful for my job, but if something is wrong and is, you know, not going well, I need to do what I can do to make it better, you know, or same thing in in my relationship. So yeah, yeah, I I love that you mentioned that. And like some of the stuff that David was going through, I mean, people were like trying to kill him like all of the time. (laughs) Yep. So that was kind kind of of a big deal. Yeah. Kind of intense. So I love that you mentioned that too, because let's take the New Testament kind of counterpart to that, which just so happens to be one of the other verses that I picked. So Philippians right? Mm. Um, do you know who wrote Philippians and from where? <laughs> no, actually I don't. So St. Paul wrote Philippians from jail. Okay. So he okay. wrote a bunch of his epistles from jail. Poor guy was in jail a lot actually, yeah. um, for his work. Yeah. So this is one of my favorite, you know, sets of verses in the whole Bible, Philippians four, six through seven, I think we may have talked about some of this before. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. And girl, this is exactly what you were saying about the Psalms. Like, he's not saying just be thankful, period. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. He's saying 
yes, you're anxious about a bunch of things, but take those requests to God with Thanksgiving, right? So it's, again, mm-hmm. doing both of them. Like, I'm struggling. I'm having difficulty. But I thank you, Lord, you know, for, for mm-hmm. so many things. So, Wow. And for, for a homeboy to be writing that while he's in jail. Like, can we just talk about it? And this is, like, jail of, like, the old times. (laughs) Like, you know, and it's probably really difficult to be persecuted for your faith Mm -hmm. and for um, the things that come out of your mouth. And for him to be, like, I'm so devoted to the Lord. Like, I actually believe this so much so that I'm in a really high, high level of distress. And yet I still believe that I can give my anxiety to the Lord. And I still believe that I can find things to be grateful for. Like, he must he must have had some type of depth mm-hmm. with God that I I would like, but I also don't. I'm also worried to experience such a level of distress that would like force me to get there. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like that's really wow. That's really admirable to to hear that. Um, wow. I don't wow. know that it had to be his distress that gave him that connection. I mean, it was just his um, intimacy with God, Mm -hmm. right? Like he Mm -hmm. was lucky to have the experience of literally like hearing God's voice, right? That's how he was converted. Um, and and his level of, of like connection, uh, that is what brought him through all of his trials, you know, uh, which is something for us to take away for sure for me anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because how amazing that no matter our circumstances, we could be, saying the things that Paul said, you know, and everything, give thanks. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Uh, He says Mm. it a few verses after that. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah, it is really beautiful. I mean, the the Bible, it tells us constantly that, like, we shouldn't be thanking God, like, um, temporarily. Like, you know what I mean? Thank you for this. Thank you for that. It's almost like this continuous... Um, attitude of thanksgiving. It's what, like you said earlier, kind of reminds us of God's goodness. Um, Mm -hmm. It builds this connection between us, this intimacy that we're constantly thanking him and and acknowledging his work in our lives. Mm, Absolutely. Wow. It just kind of like fills you up and gives you like the strength and the energy for the things that you need to do, which I think I wonder, I don't know, I'm not Paul, but I wonder if like later on, that's like what the connection was of where he talks about how through, through the strength of God and through the strength of of Christ, that he's able to do anything. Um, Hmm. Hmm. That's for things to think about. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out too, that, uh, you know, I'm Coptic Orthodox and in our church, we pray the Thanksgiving prayer. Um, we're supposed to be praying it like multiple times a day. If you look at the book of hours, the Agbeya, but also every single like prayer service, whether it's the Sunday liturgy, whether it's a baptism, a wedding, even a funeral starts Mm. with the Thanksgiving prayer, uh, which is just Mm. such a beautiful way for the church to remind us that literally in every circumstance, we should be giving Mm -hmm. thanks to God, you know, before we pray for the baby's baptism, before we pray for Mm -hmm. the couple, you know, union, before we pray for the soul who has passed, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's, um, yeah, and I'll just quote, quote it for you, because this is like the essence of this thanking God in every condition. Um, 
So we say, we thank you for every condition, concerning every condition, and in every condition. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us unto you, had compassion upon us, supported us, and brought us to this hour. So Mm -hmm. no matter what's going on, he's still done so much for us that we don't even, like, realize you know yeah yeah there's um i forgot where i heard this saying but there's a saying where if if god didn't does nothing else for us we should still be so thankful because if all he decided to do was give us his son jesus and therefore through him we can have eternal life if it's all he decided to do we should just be grateful Mm -hmm. like period but the fact that he does decide to give us community and all of the the gifts and the talents and the skills and all of that is just like wow god like you're really pouring out your blessings Mm -hmm. because if all all you did was give us salvation that's huge. Mm-hmm. And we're so grateful for that. But you decide that you want to give us more. You decide that you want to give us like an, an abundant life and a re- you want a relationship with us. He doesn't need a relationship with us. God doesn't need anything from us, but he literally wants it. Yeah. It's just, it, God is just so good, girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But how often do we like forget that, Rachel? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we get so caught up in yeah. our daily drama and that's fair like we go through stuff and and life is hard you know and not to discount that but you know as soon as we have some difficulty we completely forget that god is good you know that that god has done infinitely more for me than i could ever imagine even if he never gives me more thing you know my whole life Um, so it's just again i think it's like something we need to train ourselves to remember Mm -hmm. you know to be thankful for to to count the, the blessings um, constantly. So I don't know if that's something we can suggest ways to do that. But, you know, for mm. me, that's something I would love to take away from this is how I can be more tuned in to thanking him um, more often than I do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It it makes me think about this workshop that I went to the other day. The the title of the workshop was Applying God's Word. And what the um the workshop facilitator did, she's a, a Christian and she's also a therapist. And she was guiding us through an activity that she does with a lot of her clients, which is basically just like outlining the redemption story of God. So from like Adam and Eve actually even technically before that, um, to like where we are now and then what is to come after. And she's like, find your place in the redemption story of God. And she helped identify different key moments where God was always redeeming something Mm -hmm. and what we can do when we find ourselves in that hard place. And it reminds me a lot of what you're saying because she was saying that when we're able to accept the grace of God, we're able to give it to others. Mm-hmm. When we're able to accept the love um, that he has given us, we're able to give that to others. And I think when we're able to really be appreciative and grateful that God loves us so much and he desires a relationship with us that he gave us Jesus um, we're able to extend patience and understanding to the people around us who are doing things that don't make sense who are frustrated yeah. because 
Jesus understands. He knows what it's like to be frustrated. He knows what it's like to be impatient and all of these things. And he's always interceding for us. And so because we know that, we're able to offer that support and that um, that patience and that gratitude with other people. Um, so it's just a really beautiful reminder yeah. of just this gigantic love story yeah. of God yeah. for us. And it reminds me too of this kind of illustration I heard before that like when we allow God or the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to think about it, to fill our cup, like it naturally overflows and allows mm. us to love on everybody else, you know, kind of like what you're saying. Yeah. And so part of allowing yeah. God to fill my cup is, is again, acknowledging everything that he's doing. And, and the more I acknowledge, yeah. the more I like overflow with thankfulness and you almost have no choice, but to like act on it, you know, it, like, it, yeah. cause, cause it's almost like thankfulness is like love. <laughs> I want to say, or it's an expression of love. And I'm sure you've heard this love is a verb, right? Like, so, mm. you know, I can't just say thank you. And then like, just sit there, like, you know, like that, does yeah. that mean anything with my thing? Like, am I really thankful if I just sit there? Like, I think that true gratitude, true thankfulness has to like kind of something has to happen something has to come of it um yeah yeah, yeah it, it like it like overflows i'm thinking about different like faith traditions that i've either learned about or witnessed and i know for people who are people are who are more charismatic or pentecostal um they're like one way that they show their gratitude is by like just verbal expression and the way that they sing hymns and even like running around the church, right? You just get so filled up with the Holy Spirit. You're like, I'm going to explode. I need to run around and just just thank the Lord for what he's doing. Um, so I, I think it's beautiful that different faith traditions have different ways of expressing that gratitude. But you're right. When it, when it fills you up, you don't just like sit there and smile. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, like this is like, wow. Yeah. Like it, it really is transformative. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, think about like human beings, right? Like when you want to thank mm. somebody who's done something really nice for you, like we always <laughs> have to try to find a, like, can I take you out to dinner? Like, can, you know, can I get you this? Like, please, like, can I take you to the airport? Like you want to do something for them to express your gratitude. Yeah. So it's kind of, I think the same thing, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't really even think about the link of love and gratitude, but like, I kind of feel like it's expressed the same way. Like true gratitude mm. can't be like a quiet, you know, like it's maybe starts introspectively and quietly because you're contemplating, you know, everything God has done. But when it really hits you, like you said, like it's going to have to give you some energy. Like you, you know, you want to do something, you want to act on it. Yeah. So it is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah. I think that's a huge component here is acknowledging what God has done for us. And, you know, mm -hmm. not only does he tell us to, but like, if we have a connection with him, we're going to automatically want to do that and, and to mm -hmm. improve our relationship with him. But like, if we even kind of, I, I don't want to say take God out of the picture, but if we just like, think about gratitude from a completely secular standpoint, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, it has huge benefits right? Like huge, huge benefits. And in the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years, I feel like I started to hear this phrase, gratitude practice as like a form yeah. of self-care, as a form of, you yep. know, um, even almost maybe in therapy. I don't know if it's ever mm -hmm. been, you know, uh, recommended, but yeah. So do you know anything about like the research or why is it so beneficial? 
Yeah. So I, I've also heard gratitude journals. Mm -hmm. That's another thing I've heard. Um, I haven't heard of like a therapeutic modality, but I have heard of doing more things to like remind clients, people, us, hi, us, (laughs) um, that like, even in difficult situations, if you can still practice gratitude, again, it doesn't, we're not trying to diminish the difficulty of that situation, but practicing gratitude, it reminds you to see the whole picture. So like, guess what? this tough thing is happening so is xyz and this is the holistic experience of what going of what's going on and so now i can make better decisions moving forward because i know everything that's going on so it's kind of helpful for like reality testing and it also can like boost your mood and your self-esteem and and your energy and your empowerment right so if we think about like wow i'm grateful for um I'm grateful for the fact that my body um, tells me when it's hungry and my body tells me when I need to get up and stretch. I'm really grateful for that. That allows me to say, wow, my body does a lot of things. Good job, body. I wonder what else you can do. You know, it kind of starts this um, compassionate curiosity thing. So that's like one aspect of it. And I think another aspect of it is since life is just so hard, it is difficult sometimes and we're really busy, things like gratitude journaling and um, gratitude journal prompts and things of that nature, it's helpful because we set intentional time to remember to do this thing. Um, It's hard because we don't get many signs and reminders in our everyday life. So it's kind of annoying that we have to schedule it, but it is worth it. Mm -hmm. Anything that is important. We talked about this, I think, in the priorities episode. Um, Anything that is important is going to require to be intentional to put on your calendar. Um, And so I noticed that in terms of like the, the science behind it, our favorite neural pathways that we've discussed a million times. (laughs) (laughs) The way your face is just lit. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh, we truly are Christian nerdy cousins. Um, <laughs> I was and just I thinking about our motto. Like, for that. I am so yes. thankful that we are Christian nerdy cousins who get to talk about this. Yes. Yes. But it is so it really helps with our neural pathways because, again, we want to strengthen the ones that are healthy, that are positive, that are empowering. And so when we're practicing gratitude, the ones that are a little bit dusty that we haven't thanked ourselves recently, it kind of wipes the dust off and it strengthens those. Um, so, yeah, that's the cheesy, the cheesy science and psychology stuff that I know. Um, how about for you? What are the things that you know from the science perspective? Well, I wanted to point out when you said, um, like it's a more holistic look, you know, when you're like dealing with Mm. difficulty. So yeah, I think that it helps us not hyper focus or hyper fixate on the negative, right? By again, if we acknowledge there's bad things or difficult things, but also there are things to be thankful for. You know, I I don't Mm -hmm. hyper fixate because that's what causes these like negative thought spirals, right? Is when we hyper focus on something that's happening that's bad or difficult or negative. Um, So yeah, I think that's super important. But also on the science end, um, oh yeah, there are studies show that it helps us basically be more resilient having a gratitude Mm. practice. So because... I can maybe look at difficulties a different way, you know, or I can, Mm -hmm. again, focus not only on the difficulties It allows us to be better able to deal with adversity, better able to Mm -hmm. deal with, you know, things that go wrong um, when we are are used to strengthening those positive neural pathways, right, that they're there. 
Um, also, mm -hmm. it can increase dopamine and serotonin, the neurotransmitters yeah. associated with happiness. Um, it can decrease stress hormones, right? So like it can help with anxiety and mood and things like that. I think you already mentioned that. But I mean, I, it has like so many benefits and there are legit mm -hmm. studies. And some of the ones that I looked up are like Ivy league, you know, scientists who are doing these studies mm -hmm. and, and it's not very difficult. Like I'll just mention two very briefly. So like in this one study, mm -hmm. they had a bunch of people either write every week. So they like assignment every week to write, either write things that you are thankful for that happened that week things that really annoyed you that week or just neutral, like what happened mm. this week, right? So just kind of neither good nor bad, just what happened. And after 10 weeks of doing this weekly, they found that the people who wrote about what they were thankful for every week, like scored way higher on happiness scales. Um, mm. Not only that, this is where I love this integrated health and connected wellness business. They went to the doctor less and they exercised more, like not because anybody told them to do these things. I think this just, this wow. practice just made them feel better um, physically, right? Uh, in general, so I just thought that was amazing. That you know, physical connection wow. to that. Just ten weeks of instead of you know thinking about bad things or neutral things, you thought about the things you are grateful for at the end of the week, and, mm. and you wrote them down. I mean, I love yeah. That. And who, who doesn't yeah. have five, 10 minutes once a week to do that, you know, to, to try right. that. Um, so yeah, that was one of them. And then another one was, uh, mm. that the most like impactful practice that they found was actually writing a letter to thank somebody for something that you think they hadn't mm. been thanked for properly. Oh, yeah. Which is so beautiful wow. because I can only imagine how some people received that, you know, what it meant to them yeah. to receive that. Thanks. Uh, but they found that that particular practice like led to increased happiness for like months. I mean, yeah, yeah that's, I mean, th that's wild. Writing a letter to thank somebody else made me happy for like months. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh my God. That is so beautiful. I feel so warm and fuzzy right now. <laughs> um, I, I can see that, you know, that makes a lot of sense because if you're writing one research does show when you write stuff down, mm -hmm. you tend to remember mm -hmm. it more. It's a more of like a holistic body experience. So you're really like in it versus like other ways of communication. Um, and then two, if you're writing like that's not like a regular normal thing to do is like write a thank you letter to like somebody to say thank you for something. And so I can only imagine how that small thing really turns into like a big moment of like appreciation and surprise mm -hmm. and like, wow, like, and, and that because it's such a big moment, I can see it, the emotional impact lasting for a long period of time. And it really building um, and adding a lot of strength to that relationship. Yeah. You know, because another thing I'm thinking about that comes along with gratitude is community. Yeah. People tend to thrive 
when they're in a community, like, you know, research shows that rates of depression and anxiety increase when you are in social isolation. They decrease when you're in community and you have, you know, more conversations and stuff like that. Um, and so if you're in community, there's more opportunity, healthy community, I should say. If you're in a healthy community, then there's more opportunities for things that are joyful and more appreciative moments to happen, which will naturally lead its way to gratitude yeah. and feeling grateful. You know, whenever like you have good things happening, there's more opportunities then for gratitude to happen because it kind of goes, it goes along. Yeah. You know? (sighs) Yeah. That's what I was thinking of when you, we mentioned the letter. Like, I think that's probably where some of that increased happiness comes from is strengthening Mm -hmm. the connection between you and that person. And even if that person was not like a, you know, someone that you're really close to, like if it could be someone at work or an acquaintance or whatever, like that feeling of connection is still there. You know what I mean? And and that's so powerful. Like you were saying, feeling as part of a community, the sense of belonging. Um, Yeah. And that makes me think too, that, and I did read that gratitude, you know, is not just good for me personally to be thankful, but it strengthens relationships, you know? Mm. And especially, I think this is so true of long-term relationships, whether that be with family members or with partners. Okay. So again, I always use Chris and I, and I'm, I'm really sorry because you know, that's, that's my relationship, but like, <laughs> think about it. So Chris has been making coffee for us every morning for a hundred years. Okay. <laughs> Might as well be a hundred years, <laughs> you know, the best hundreds I could ever ask for praise God, but he's been making coffee for a hundred years. Now, of course, it's easy for me to forget, you know, that that he's doing it every day and he's taking the effort. But imagine for me to take one second and say thank you, right, for making this coffee. Mm. Like, how seen does he feel? How appreciated does he feel? You know, that Mm. I am seeing this effort that he's making for us. You know what I mean? I'm acknowledging it. Like, there are probably days where he doesn't feel like making the coffee, but he does it anyway. Like, Mm. that's what he does. Same thing. I make his lunch every day for a hundred years. Right. And if he never, ever thanked me, like I might be kind of like bitter about it. Like, come on, bro. I'm making your lunch yeah. every day, <laughs> you know, but yeah, to, yeah, appreciate like, so, it. yeah. So especially again, I think for these long-term relationships and the same goes for like siblings or friends that you've had forever or parents, you know, they yeah, do things for yeah. you or we do things for each other. And you can just start to take it for granted. But like that tiny bit of appreciation, I mean, I think it can have such a big impact on the relationship. Yeah, I agree. And I, in terms of, you know, research that we're talking about too, research does show that for every one negative mm-hmm. interaction, you need mm-hmm. five positive interactions to counter that. And I think gratitude is, it's a weighty, strong one positive interaction that can really help to couch um, whenever a negative interaction comes. Um, and so, oh, I love that idea so much. And I, I don't know, I'm also thinking about like, let's say you can't write like a whole letter. Okay, you get like send a text message you can send an audio note um there's there's many ways that you can show appreciation for someone i remember i was thanking somebody for something before and they were like why are you thanking me and i was like oh because like xyz and i really appreciate it and they're like huh i don't i don't know if i've ever (laughs) been thanked for something like that before it's kind of weird for me to receive that and i was like let's like talk about it and so it does make me think about how since gratitude um is 
is so not a norm still that it could even feel uncomfortable to be on the receiving end of someone's gratitude. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know what that's like, I would feel very uncomfortable. Like people feel uncomfortable receiving compliments. Mm -hmm. It's kind of in the same arena. Then it it could be a really good opportunity to sit with yourself and say, huh, what does that mean when somebody thinks me? Why does it make me feel uncomfortable? Do I feel pressure now to return the compliment immediately? Do I feel like I'm not being humble? Um, I'm being too prideful. There's probably a lot of stuff there um, for people who have a difficult time with the gratitude practice. And so we would just encourage you to sit down and reflect and work with a professional or somebody um, because you deserve to receive gratitude and also to give gratitude. That's something that we deserve. Um, and we're and we're thankful that God wants to share that with us. And he's given us people in our lives that are able to do that. Yeah. yeah. C- can we express gratitude to ourselves? I mean, yes, I think we yeah, should. Like, what does that look like? You mentioned like, you know, specifically to your body. And I could see that because mm. it's almost like, <laughs> not that we're disconnected, but you know, mind and body, like it, it almost feels like different. So to say, thank you, body for getting me through this day or whatever, but like, yeah. How mm-hmm. else can we express gratitude to ourselves? Yeah. Um, one way that, one thing that I can think of is very cheesy. I did this the other day. I did something earlier in the day that later on in the day I was really grateful for. And so I w- later on the day, I was like doing something. And I was like, Rachel, you are so smart, girl. Thank you. Thank you to Rachel of 10 o'clock who did X, who did X, Y, Z. So the Rachel of two o'clock could be prepared and ready and like enjoy this thing. So even things like that. Um, one thing I do want to say about thinking our body is that we tend to forget that this is like the same. This is the same body that we have had since we were like babies. And it has grown, it has stretched. For people who have like a history of really tough things happening to their bodies or their minds, it's the same body that is resilient Mm -hmm. now. And so approaching it from that perspective of like, you're not just like, oh, thank you body. Like your body literally does not have to work if it does not want to. Your brain does not have to create uh, neural pathways or positive thoughts if it did not want to, but it does. And so just uh, I think those are different ways of like thinking and and showing gratitude Um, and also just showing gratitude of where you are, your space. Like I, oh, I am reminded of God's goodness anytime I'm in nature. It is just so the things that I see in nature, I'm like, there is no way that a human being could do something like this. We're great. Good job, humanity. But like some things are just so beautiful or so like the way that it was designed was so well thought out that I'm like, oh, this has got to be mm-hmm. God. Um, and so that's another way that I, I try to practice gratitude. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, being grateful to ourselves and like our body, it's just a way to, to show ourselves kindness and grace mm-hmm. and gentleness, which yeah. I don't know about you, but I feel like I need. to to do better for myself. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I really like that. I actually, in my creative writing class, I wrote a letter that to thank my body. Um, yeah, I I should probably whip that out and and read it every so often. I could use that reminder. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That is so beautiful. So there's a lot here to Mm -hmm. think about. And I think a lot of, um, potential practices that if someone was interested in, in starting some sort of gratitude practice. So like the gratitude journal, 
basically could just mm-hmm. be like one sentence a day, you know, a week, whatever is good for you just to start thinking about what am I thankful for it. And again, when you start writing it down, like I said, throughout the day, you look for things to be thankful for, you know, um, I don't know about you. Maybe this is the perpetual student in me, but like, I want to be prepared, right? Right for the test at the end of the day. So I'm like paying attention, (laughs) you know, what is it that I'm thankful for? And, and so many things will pop up that at the end of the day, you have to just like pick one to write down or whatever. Um, So yeah, there's like the journal there's, oh, I I do love that writing a letter to someone. Um, I, I think I'd like to try that too, you know? Um, yeah. And if not a full-blown letter, then yeah, just taking the time out to thank somebody for something um, that you haven't thanked them for, yeah. paying attention to your your partner, your friends, your family, and, and mm. thanking them for the things that they do probably every day, every week without you asking, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I know we're wrapping up soon, but the one quick way that um, is helpful is also setting a reminder on your phone or on your Fitbit or on your Apple Watch or whatever. Um, Literally just like an alarm that can go off be like, today's gratitude moment. And it just uh, invites you to stop what Mm -hmm. you're doing, to think about, to pause, to reflect and to think about something to be grateful for. Um, That can be really helpful too as you're beginning. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, I am grateful for anybody listening or watching or tuning in. I'm grateful for this podcast that is almost one year old um, and just the amazing conversations and reflections it's allowed us to have. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for Mary. I'm grateful for everybody who tunes in. Um, We really, really mean it. And we would love to hear from you. What are some ways that you practice gratitude? Um, Has it been really easy for you? Are there times where it's hard? So you can leave all of that down below in the comment section. You can find us on Instagram at Connected Wellness Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at Connected Wellness Podcast. If you want to reach out to me specifically, I'm on Instagram at Real with Rachel Ann. If you want to reach out to Marianne specifically, she's at Wabasaba. If email is more of your vibe, we also have an email, which is connectedwellnesspodcast at gmail.com. All of that will be linked below. So no worries if you did not memorize anything I just said, but we would love to hear from you um, and hear all the things you're grateful for. And without further ado, I'll pass it over to Marianne. Thanks again for listening and I hope you'll be well until next time. Awesome. Be well, everybody. Bye.